Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Leilani Method. I'm your host, Danielle Leilani, and this is episode 31. Changed the name back to the Leilani Method because Lord knows I have been so wishy-washy with things with this podcast, the Leilani Method. And I re-listened to episode 30, and I was like, oh my God, that intro was kind of cringe. I was kidding. Sometimes I try to be funny and I feel like I'm being sarcastic, but then I don't ever explain that I'm kidding or being sarcastic. And I think like, I think it, it misses the mark. So welcome to episode 31. I'm really excited. I'm just finishing up my notes for this episode and I'm really excited to chat with you guys because I have a lot to say. And I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but I'm starting to speak more freely and like get a little bit more personal on this podcast and I am going to try to put this podcast on video soon. So yeah, it's just a forever kind of late night chat over wine with a girlfriend diary entry vibe. And yeah, I'm glad you're here. So I want to talk to you tonight about a realization that I've had recently. And it's kind of hit me like a a ton of bricks. That's the saying, right? That's the phrase hit me like a ton of bricks. I realize that I settle. I settle in all areas of my life. And you might be listening to this and saying, oh my gosh, Danielle, you're crazy. How is that possible? You're such a hustler. You're such a hard worker. You're amazing. You've accomplished so much. And these are the things that I hear all the time. So I'm not tuning my own horn. And while to some people those things might be true, and I guess to myself, those things might be true to some extent. I know the capabilities that I have and I know the depths of which I can go. And I don't think that I'm fulfilling my full potential at all. And I realized after this whole year, I've kind of been slowing down, contemplating more, thinking more, just in a really, really contemplative state. It's been literally a 180. I've been drinking less alcohol, working out a lot more, literally going to yoga, hot yoga every single day, doing a full ass morning routine. Like who is she? But it has helped me tremendously really get quiet and really be introspective and kind of get out of what I realized was kind of a delusion that I was living in. And through all of those revelations, I realized that I settled. And so where I want to go from here is, you know, once you, I kind of want to share this, once you hit a certain threshold, it's like you hit a wall of bricks. It's like you're in a video game, right? And you like, are like in a maze, do, 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 the music's going, you're like almost there, or like that snake game or something even. And you're like almost there, almost there, you're rocking and rolling. Like if you think about like the snake game or any video game, you're like collecting things, you like either like get bigger physically, like your character gets bigger, like there's like more, like the higher number, like you're getting more points in the corner, or like you're you're getting more fruit, whatever. I don't really play video games, (laughs) but I know the snake game, like you get bigger, right? So you're rocking and rolling and you're in this like flow state and you're in this state of growth. And then there comes a point where you, you stop. So like, if you equate it to the snake game, you like stop and you, I mean, you lose, but I don't want to say that in this like example or this analogy, 
you just, it just stops you in your tracks. And so I feel like for a long time, and I told myself after listening to a few previous episodes that I wouldn't always talk about myself, but hopefully this is helpful and I will try to read more about you and less about me. But once you hit a certain threshold, it's like you hit a wall of bricks. You've got to the end and then you ask yourself, now what? And I feel like those are pivotal moments in time. And I feel like I, who is knocking on my door? Oh, like that's the door. I think that's the wall or something. Weird. I think those are pivotal moments in our lives because it means, wow, I've reached the next level. It's time to level up right? It's time to level up. And for me, it was a really jolting. It was really jolting because, you know, I've been in my career for almost 10 years and I've been rocking and rolling, as I say, and I was feeling on top of the world. But the truth is my world was like a little bit kind of a small bubble. (laughs) I feel like I was on top of the world because, I mean, the metrics, the metrics have changed. And once the metrics change, I think that it's important to, to be like, oh fuck, like I mean, I meant for more. Like as as uncomfortable as that can be, let's take the money you're making. Say you made it to six figures. You made it to six figures, especially for someone like me who literally grew up poor. My mom made like less than I want to say in the '90s, like less than twenty thousand dollars. Should we get a couple hundred bucks every week from her? boss. She worked from home. It was like we were on assisted living. We had government assistance for our housing. We had food stamps at some point. She did cook, but some nights I ate TV, banquet TV dinners. Remember those? (laughs) They still exist with the little brownie with the sprinkles. So when I first made Sick Theaters, I was like, hell fucking yeah, I've made it. I can go to Louis Vuitton. I remember for my birthday, like two years into my business, I went to Louis Vuitton. I got it back. I paid for it in, in cash. It was like a in 1400 It was like the never full, like $1,400 or $1,700 bag. So dumb. Should have paid for it in credit and like built up my credit. But, you know, we live and we learn. But I remember that at that time, I felt like I had made it. And because my worldview was so small and I was surrounding myself with people that we're not making a lot more money than that, hadn't accomplished more than I had accomplished, really ha- were making it, to be quite honest with you, a lot less money and maybe had, have, had accomplished a lot less, I felt like I was the freaking queen of the world. And then over, over time, I started meeting more people, reading more books, listening to more podcasts, seeing what's out there. I remember through COVID, I realized, holy fucking shit, people, I have been building this business, which obviously Leilani Social is my blood, sweat, tears, child, womb, soul, connection, twin flame. However, there are people over here, oh, they're buying real estate. Oh, they're investing. Oh, they're investing in stocks. And to be quite honest with you, I just learned how to do that. That's actually something I was not planning on sharing, but that is something that I was like, oh, okay, gotcha. So now I'm in a time of like, okay, I have this thing, I have it established, and now, like, what's next? What's next? How can I leverage this X, Y, and Z? So as it pertains to you, I'm sure in your life, in some area, you may feel like you've gotten to the end, and now what? Maybe that's your relationship. Maybe that's a friendship. 
So going back to the original kind of topic. So I settle. And so for career, I've settled. I'm not a millionaire yet, so I've settled. I've also settled in terms of relationships. Then I want to take you down a little relationship history. So I've had five relationships. I had two three-year relationships. One was two years, one was a year, and one was about a year and a half. And I'm not going to go into specifics. I'm not going to like even really talk about the relationship. That's just kind of a high-level overview. And they were all good guys, great guys even. But I will tell you, and I, I'm like, should I, should I, not only should I say this, do I really truly mean this? Let me sit with it. Yeah, I definitely settled. I definitely settled through all of them. I definitely settled. And once you open, again, your worldview, your mind, meet new people, meet more people, meet no one's better than anyone, but people have more to offer and more to bring to the table. Let's say you start realizing, oh, okay, shit, yes. And so it's so important to expand that worldview. And how do you do that? Like I said, by, by, and I'll talk a little bit about this in a second, but by surrounding yourself with the right people, collecting the right knowledge, learning the right things and cutting out the things that don't serve you. And we all know what doesn't serve us. Like we freaking know. We all know what doesn't serve us. It might feel good. It might feel great. It might feel fun to go out with those girlfriends and go out to drink. It might feel fun to numb ourselves with, you know, I don't know. Let's use another alcohol example, like going out and drinking instead of staying in and meditating and journaling if we're going through a tough time. It might be fun to go on those dates with those guys because you don't want to be lonely on a Friday night, but you know they're losers. But you know it doesn't serve your higher self, and that's the whole point here. So I have examples, three examples of how to get better friendships and three examples to get better relationships. And these are examples I have been using tried and true recently. Three ways to get better friendships. One, be sure you're spending time with like-minded people. Again, not necessarily cut, but limit those those times or time with those people that don't serve your highest self. And even if you feel like you're not at your highest self yet, you're not going to get there until you you consciously and mindfully make the decision to kind of spend a little bit more time away from the people that don't serve you. You also want to kind of be friendly wherever you go, make friends wherever you go. Don't be afraid to smile. I recently, like I said, have been going to hot yoga every day and I'm usually kind of shy. I know that's surprising to hear, but I'm an extrovert, introvert really. And I get kind of shy and like, you know, when you're like walking down the halls and like getting your water, like there's some people who are like really friendly and like will make eye contact and strike up a conversation. I like toggle between like shy, keep my eyes down, like in my own zone. And then, and I've always been, you know, toggling between that and then being more friendly. But now I'm literally deliberately making eye contact with everybody. And it's funny because I realized this, like, don't be, you can't be shy about it because if you make eye contact and the person isn't looking back at you, like, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. They didn't see that you looked. 
And if you make eye contact and they are making eye contact back, 99.9% of the time, it's because of something good, like they're friendly, like their vibes are good. And so they're going to smile and then you're going to smile and that's a cute little happy interaction with somebody. So it's super simple, but I feel like we need to kind of focus on it a little bit more. And then the third way to get better friendships is to go where you want to be. Go where you want to be. Sounds so profound. Go where you want to be. So I am using the example like a hotel bar versus the bungalow. I went to the bungalow. You know, bungalow here in Southern California. You might know the bungalow. There's two locations. One's in Orange County. One's in Santa Monica, which is LA County. And the Orange County one is like an older crowd, like my age, like cool peeps. The one in Santa Monica. Not that they're not cool, but everyone was literally 21. And if you are 21 listening to this, like beautiful, but not my age bracket. And so and the, the boys, the boys, the guys, I felt so disrespected. I was just drinking my red wine. This guy comes up to me, must have been 21, 22 max. And he, what did he even say? I don't remember what his opening line was, but I was sitting in front of a fireplace that was turned off and it didn't look like it was being turned on at any time soon. And he says, what are you doing sitting in front of a fireplace? Like, do you have any brain cells? Uh Uh-huh. And then I just like really wasn't entertaining him. And then I was with my girlfriend. She was talking to his friend. She wasn't really feeling it either. Like, obviously these like, they were sort of like children. And then he was like, Hey man, like, let's go, let's go over here. There's two girls over here. He literally said that we could hear him and clear, clear his day. Hey man, let's go over here. Like, like basically like you girls are like duds. We're going to go over here and talk to a better girl. Like, hello, we're humans. It was just funny. Clearly wasn't offended. It was just so funny because I'm like, is this going on? Is this the dating climate in your early twenties? The dating climate is bad enough in your thirties. Yikes. But anyway, we ended up going somewhere else. So then we were like, okay, next time let's go like to a country bar. Like let's, let's let's go to like a hotel bar. Like, go where you want to be, go where you can, you're going to go and you're going to be inspired by everyone in the room. You're going to go and you're going to be like, wow, all these people are beautiful. Oh my gosh. They're so dressed. They're dressed well. You start having conversations while all these people are doing cool shit in life. And then three ways to get better relationships. Date outside of your league. This is something that's like my mantra nowadays, like, because is it, I mean, is it because, I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's probably because, especially because of like, ref, of the reflection I've done on my past relationships. And now I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm just going balls to the wall now. Like if you have a 4 million on Instagram and you're a billionaire, like, yep, sign me up. I don't care. Like you're not in my league. Let's get it. So day outside of your league. And I mean, shoot your shot. Why not? Bumble's, I feel like Bumble is doing, I think I read, is doing like the best out of all of the dating apps. So shoot your shot, you know, girls message first. If you're single, of course. And then once you're, okay, so you're on a date, right? And then once you're not feeling the vibe, get out. Like don't stay and have another drink to like see if it's going to get better. Like don't just be there to like appease him. Like literally, I had a guy once tell me that he 
would he's done on many occasions like if he met up with a girl and they weren't vibing he would literally like tell her politely i'm not feeling the vibe and he he would leave i'm like that is so respectful or or i don't know if that's respectful but i respect him for that is what i mean like i respect him so much respectable is the word i respect him so much for that and that goes for so many different scenarios i think that we just like kind of let things like just happen in our lives. Like, like I've been really strict about phone calls. Like my friends will call me. I'm like, I can't talk right now. I'm focused. Send me a voice memo or text me, or I'll say, please DM me. Don't text me. Like I literally started deleting my texts every, like a couple times a, a day actually. So I only have a couple of threads, like six to eight text threads. And those are like group chats with my team and like main projects I'm working on. But other than that, if you're just like, we're having a conversation, the, the texts go away. And if I absolutely have to reference a text, I have them on my computer. But it has literally cleared up so much mental space. So don't be afraid to do things like that. Like, don't be afraid to kind of like do things a little differently and just know that like that's that's 1% shit. Like you're going to be one in like 20, probably be more, 100 people that do something like that. But that's where excellence happens, right? And so don't be afraid going back to like setting boundaries almost don't be afraid of of course my phone locked hold on <laughs> don't be afraid of yeah once you're once you're not feeling the vibe get out and then my last one which we really touched on is communicate your needs so that kind of goes hand in hand don't be afraid to tell your friends i don't need to repeat that whole spiel but yeah communicate your needs so again this is all to say, I realize that I settle and I don't like that. So I have made conscious, intense, very direct choices to change that narrative. And it's felt very, very good. So I encourage you to do it too. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.